a portion of the Almost Famous podcast made possible by the Levitate Music Festival, Saturday and Sunday, July 7th and 8th at the Marshfield Fairgrounds. Featuring close to two dozen national and local acts, view this year's complete lineup as well as purchase daily and weekend passes at levitatemusicfestival.com. When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Well, hello again and welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Che, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England, brought to you each Tuesday night by Tiny and Sons Glass. Make sure to follow us online tonight, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. Same on Instagram at almostfamousradio. And subscribe to the podcast as well, Almost Famous WATD on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are available. We are on the tiny stage tonight, and the tiny stage is full because we have Analog Heart live in studio. Good evening. How you doing? Great. Awesome. Good. Very nice. So um, who wants to take the first question here? Who wants to introduce the band and tell us who, is, who exactly is Analog Heart? I'll take it. <laughs> so we're Analog Heart, and that consists of Liz Bills. That's me on vocals, rhythm guitar, piano shaker. <laughs> um, we have Jesse Cohen on lead guitar, backup vocals. Hi. We have uh, Eric Simpson on the drums, Hello. djembe today. We have Austin Magnet on the bass and backup vocals. Hi. And that's us. Fantastic. And there is a, a new album dropping this week, right? Saturday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's happening with that? This is a CD release show as well. It is, yeah. We're going to be dropping the album this Saturday at Thunder Road in um, Somerville. And we're going to actually be doing a dual release. So the Dirty Dotties are also coming out with an EP. Love so them. We, yeah, teamed up to release together. And uh, Sarah Blacker and the New England Groove Association, I can't say that whole name, <laughs> um, is joining us, and she's amazing, too, so we're really excited. Yeah, she's uh, from Hull, so she's right down the street. Oh, oh nice. So, yeah, we love Sarah. Yeah, she's great. So tell us the history of the band. How did you guys all come together? Uh, I met, uh, this is Jesse, I met Liz through uh, Craigslist, as funny as that sounds, uh, answered her ad looking for musicians to start a new band back in 2010 and then we played for a year as kind of like a solo project for Liz but then we became Analog Heart 2011 when we got a new drummer who was also named Austin but he's no longer in the band mm-hmm. and so we played all around and uh, and then in 2016 uh, we got a new drummer Eric here and then shortly after we added uh, Austin uh, this Austin a magnet on bass. Yep. Yeah, and we found and Eric on Craigslist too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Actually, we found pretty much all of our musicians on Craigslist because we don't know anybody. That could be <laughs> both very cool and incredibly sketchy at the same time. Yeah. 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 Definitely had creepy auditions. Oh, we had some weird auditions. Yeah. I bet there was. Awesome. So uh, let's uh, let's start off with the song. What are we uh, kicking off the night with today? Tonight. So we're going to be singing or starting with "Who the Hell Are You," which is on the new EP. Not a love song. Um. No. Not per se. Maybe a breakup song? <laughs> more, more, like, more, like, more like a pre-breakup yeah, song. Pre-breakup, like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, now that I know who you are, I think I might need to break up. Yes. <laughs> Maybe somebody you met on Craigslist. Yeah. It, yes, yes. 
Let's hear it. We have Analog Heart on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Nice. Analog Heart live on the tiny stage tonight. 95.9 WATD. Liz, that was amazing. Nice vocals on that. Thank you. Can I ask where you are? Uh, did you take professional uh, vocal training at all? Uh, yeah, I train um, with my coach in Haverhill, and I also teach vocal lessons, so it helps me to uh, get better and better at singing because I have to ask myself, you know, how do I sing like that or how can I do that better to help other people too? Fantastic. Yeah, so. so I want to ask uh, each of you, um, and I can start with you, Liz, about you know, your, your musical history. How did you, you know, what, what made you want to go into music? Um, 
I think my dad, who's here in the studio. Hi, Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got me into piano lessons maybe when I was eight years old. And that really started it, and I started writing music in my bedroom. And then I picked up the guitar when I was 13, and I taught myself that. And then I decided to go to Berkeley at 25 years old. Uh, it was a scary choice to make to uh, pursue music as a career. Um, but I did that, I think, partly because I saw Jesse doing it full-time as a teacher, and that was inspiring. And, yeah, I went to Berkeley for a year, and then I couldn't afford it. And then I just started working as a music teacher and uh, kind of pursuing my education uh, via private lessons is a lot more affordable. And you also uh, moonlighted on American Idol, I hear. Um, yeah, I was on Idol in 2013, and uh, the, we opened for Bon Jovi in 2016, which is probably the most recent exciting thing. Yeah. And I think in 2015, we opened for Daughtry. Oh, yeah. Which Very is really cool. neat. Yeah, so those are like the highlights. Yeah, that was 2016. Awesome. Oh, oops, I don't know. <laughs> Last year was 2017. Yeah. <laughs> who is on uh, next? Who wants to uh, share their musical background next? I Okay, me? Jesse? Yeah, why not? On Go. guitar. Uh, I, let's see. My, we got, when I was a kid, uh, I was like probably seven years old, we got a piano, and my dad had played piano when he was a kid, so he got back into playing, and he was pretty good, and I, was, I thought it was so cool that he played, so I really wanted to play. So I took some lessons. And then when I was 12, uh, we found... This electric guitar, I was telling you about it earlier, off air, the silver tone, the 60s silver tone in my grandmother's attic. And uh, that I was just like, wow, I, that guitar is so cool, I'm going to play guitar. And so I started playing guitar, too. Do you still uh, have it? Do you still have that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I wrote Merrimack Jane on that guitar, and oh, I yeah. wrote uh, cool. and uh, Hurry Up Our Love. Nice. Yeah. So, um, and then I... Yeah, and then, uh, then I went to Berkeley eventually. I went to NYU for a year and then Berkeley for music school. And yeah, I've been teaching music lessons since I was, uh, for 16 years, I'll just say. So. Fantastic. <laughs> a long time. Who's next? This is Austin, the bass player. Um, my dad actually used to be a bass player when I was growing up. He used to play in a lot of wedding bands. And so I used to go see him, uh, even like at old clubs in Worcester, like El Morocco, <laughs> stuff like that. He used, to, he used to sneak me in when I was like seven. Uh, but when I was like 12 or so, he taught me and my brother how to play the guitar, just a few chords my younger brother, who's like three years younger than me. And he kind of took off a lot quicker than I did, so I just started playing the bass to play along. And I have another brother who is a drummer, so we actually used to be in a band together growing up. Um, and then when I was in high school, I met Eric Simpson over there, and we started jamming. Uh, he's on drums, and we've been playing in a lot of bands ever since. We were in this band called the Rectangle Club uh, right after college, like 2005. And then uh, we both joined this band about two years ago in... I think like May, so almost like two years ago exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And last but not least, Eric, you're up. That's me. I'm Eric. I play drums. Um, I guess. Uh, I don't know. So I have I have older brothers. And when I was a kid, they decided, one decided he wanted to play guitar, and the other decided he wanted to play drums. And I literally sat and watched both of them learn their instruments. And I think I was just more impressed with the drums, maybe because it was a big, you know, you got this huge drum set and all your cymbals, and little did I know how expensive they would be later on when I started <laughs> buying my own. But yeah, I was just, I grew up around it, and uh, it just sort of happened. Any uh, spinal tap stories, spontaneously combusting or anything no, like that? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So how do you guys, um, how do you guys work together as a group when it comes to songwriting and and uh, maybe um, sharing, you know, harmonies and comp uh, compositions and things like that. 
Um, I think uh, a lot of times I'll write like a piece of a song and then I'll, a lot of times me and Jesse are doing a big part of the songwriting and maybe Jesse will come in with a full song or maybe I will or maybe Jesse will write a riff and I'll write vocals over that. Um, yeah, sometimes we, like, we already have come up with pretty much a complete song on our own or a complete section. Sometimes it's, I just have like a tiny little idea and then I just like text it to Liz, like you know, like a little recording, and then she writes some awesome vocal part over it. And that's always, I think those are usually some of the best songs we come up with, the ones that like we wrote together. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I like so we both too. write good songs on our own too, but I mean, yeah. I, I, so a lot of my favorites are the ones we've written really together. And then how do you figure out the harmonies and, you know, figure out, you know, where the guitar lead is going to come in and you know, who's going to play what part and where? I'd say I do most of the arranging probably. Um, yeah, So definitely. I kind of figure out. I mean, sometimes everybody has opinions and we like, you know, we invite everything. So I'm not, you know, people have ideas all the time in the band. Everybody does. But I think probably in general, I kind of like hear the vision of the song sort of, especially when it's my own song. I'm kind of like, I, I usually hear like a lot of the parts coming together and I'm like, so I kind of know where it's going. But when we're kind of just jamming like a new idea, I think everybody kind of comes up with their own part more. And then we just sort of, it's usually spontaneous. Like we'll just be, like when we did Lion, remember guys, like last year, we were just like writing the lyrics in the band practice as we were trying the song. It was kind of just pouring out of us. Liz would come up with a line or I would. And then, and then like we would just come up with the harmony part, like the, us doing the lines, the backup thing was yeah. just like on the spot. Like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. And so it kind of just like usually pops into my head as we're jamming it. Like I don't always pre-plan that kind of stuff, so. Very cool. There's a new record coming out. I want to talk about the new record, um, but I want to hear another song first. So what's, uh, what's next on your set list? <laughs> want to do Lion now, since we just talked about it? Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. Mix it up. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, this is Lion. It's on the new record, too. Excellent. Analog Heart on 95.9 WATD. about you 
Analog Heart live on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9. W-A-T-D. Fantastic job on that. Thank you. Thank you. Tell <laughs> us what that song's about. Who wrote that song? Um, uh, so I think I, that one started with a little riff that I had written on the guitar, and then Liz started writing the lyrics. Yeah. Like that. yeah. It's about, I guess, going somewhere and bumping into your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> I guess there's a theme. Who the hell are you? You're ready to break up, and then you did break up. So, yeah, it's about kind of seeing that person and then kind of, like, lying to say, yeah, everything's fine, but it's not And, like, you're kind of drunk, and you kind of want to, like, say something to them, and you see them with somebody else, and you're kind of super jealous, and you get really upset about it. And you're lying to yourself that you're fine. You're you're saying it doesn't matter at all, but it does matter. Very true. <laughs> we have Analog Card here on 95.9 WATD. We do have to take our first time out of the night. A reminder that we are brought to you each Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com. And uh, we have more with Analog Card right after this on 95.9 WATD. Celebrate summer with Boston's newest weekend tradition, the Levitate Music and Arts Festival, Saturday and Sunday, July 7th and 8th at the Marshfield Fairgrounds, featuring close to two dozen incredible acts, including Lake Street Dive. I'm taking Plus the Trey Anastasio Trio, Robert Randolph and the Family Band, Stick Figure and the Head and the Heart. Plus independent bands from Boston like the Quins and the Elevators. Daily and weekend passes plus this year's complete lineup available at levitatemusicfestival.com. Saturday and Sunday, July 7th and 8th at the Marshfield Fairgrounds. Hey, this is Grace Potter from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, and you're learning about New England's best local music on Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore, into Boston, and all across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. We are on the Tiny Stage this evening with Analog Heart. How are you guys doing in there tonight? Great. Good. Fantastic. Sounding amazing tonight. Thank you. Thank you. What is your online information? If people want to go and check out uh, maybe your previous albums, previous singles, um, upcoming shows, anything like that. Where's the best place to go for that information? I'd say analogheartband.com on Facebook as well, Analog Heart Band. Um, Instagram, Analog Heart Music. Yes. YouTube, Analog Hearts. I think it's AOL Instant Messenger. I think it's Band again. Analog Heart Band. band, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you just search for Analog Heart on, uh, on YouTube, it's pretty, it shows up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, analogheartband.com, you can, you know, see all the show dates and grab the new single for me this time. Uh, you know, the EP will be available everywhere on this Saturday for download on all major you find, platforms. You can find some, yeah, Spotify, iTunes, uh, mm-hmm. awesome. C- uh, uh, Bandcamp, yeah. And let's do another round of introductions, too. Tell us who's in studio tonight. So, Austin Magnet on bass over here. Liz Bills, vocals, Jess, little guitar. Oh, Jesse Cohen, guitar, occasional vocals. Eric Simpson, drums, no vocals. No vocals. <laughs> we don't want to hear from Eric's voice. <laughs> no, we do. It's lovely. Very cool. And uh, the uh, new album coming out on Saturday, big CD release show, happening with, um, with uh, some musical friends from the Boston area as well. Tell us about the upcoming show. Um, so it's going to be with 
the Dirty Dotties. So, you know, they're also releasing an EP. So th- we thought it would be a really cool idea to release on the same night together at Thunder Road in Somerville. It's like powerful. one of the coolest yeah, places in Boston, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're yeah. sparkly, yeah. colorful, Yeah, like the, the colors are very visually... Like, it's like candy up on stage. Yes, yeah. I, I, I agree. That's and, fun. you know, Sarah Blacker will be joining us. I have, I've heard a lot about her, but I've never met her yeah, in person, we'll so I'm really excited to play with her and meet her. Yeah, <laughs> she's really cool. So where, where did you record the, uh, the, the new record? Actually, a bunch of places. It's kind of like a, uh, I don't know, it's eclectic where we put it all together. Because the first song we recorded for it was actually not good enough, which I think we we're going to play next. And... Um, that was recorded at Miratone Studios in New York City. We had won a Sonic Bids contest to get a free song with their studio, so that was pretty cool. They did a great job on it. And then we did the song. The first song we played, "Who the Hell Are You?" We recorded at UMass Lowell's studios with um, a student there doing a senior project on analog equipment. So that was really cool. Oh, very cool. A twenty-four track, uh, two-inch tape. So yeah, really neat there. Was that in the uh, Fallout Shelter? Yeah, that sounds um, right. It, it wasn't in the fallout shelter. No, it wasn't. Um, I we've heard of that. We definitely want to okay. get on that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and and then, oh yeah, and everything else was recorded at uh, uh, No Boundary Studios uh, with Chris Paquette in Providence, which is also where our previous album was recorded. Very nice. So, and he actually um, remixed everything else or remastered everything else, just so it kind of has. Somewhat of a consistent vibe, but there's still it's a really eclectic little EP we got coming out here. Speaking of analog equipment, I need to ask about the origin of the band name. Um, well, I think it came partly from I was in a band called The Love Cell before, so I loved having a name with like love in it. Um, so I thought heart would be nice. It didn't start that way though. We started with like we were just literally throwing around names, and someone said like digital child and then we turned it to like analog child and we kind of liked analog child because again we were like oh we grew up in an analog world that was kind of where we came from not that we need to do everything analog because you can't afford that today and found out it's really difficult to record analog but <laughs> yeah. um and then we found out there's tons of bands called analog child so that was like oh well, let's keep thinking and then that's where you were like oh how about heart and you kind of put that together and so analog heart and it's like yeah it really is just for us i mean it sounds cool, first of all. I think all band names should just sound cool and it doesn't have to mean anything. Yes. <laughs> I believe, I'm a firm believer in that. But I think it's come to mean for us, like, in our hearts, like, we like things to be, to be real. Real from the heart, not a copy of it. You know, a true representation of what's in your heart. So. And the big question, is the EP going to be released on vinyl? Not initially, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we had thought about it, but, yeah. It may, Maybe, it may, there might be a later run yeah. of it. Yeah, but not initially. Initially, just CD and digital yeah, but, yeah, I would love to make that happen, though. We, it really almost did happen. We almost did a little two-song one. Mm-hmm. It almost came together, but then we, we should do not that, using though. enough of the songs from it. That was yeah. <laughs> in the future, we will have it. Yeah. Sounds one good. We'll do it. Analog Heart in studio tonight. Time for another song. What's next? I guess it's another breakup song. All right. <laughs> 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 All right, well, this one, though, this one, though, I wrote this song. It's called Not Good Enough, and this one's like... Uh, yeah, it's not about a real breakup. It's just about, uh, I'm just kind of imagining how, I really just, I wrote it from the fact that how can you think one way about someone when you meet them, and then at the end of the relationship, you totally almost can't remember how you felt at the beginning, because it's so different now. That's really what the song's about. There you go. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. 95.9 WHD Analog Heart.
good enough, good enough, good enough for my love. Not good enough for my love. Not good enough, good enough, good enough, good enough for my love. Still repel the look in his eyes on the day that you met. Still repel the place it took you or the first kiss you get. Cart live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Jesse, how did you write that song? <laughs> As a joke. I was like, I, was, I, was, I just literally wrote the chorus, and I was like, I, I just had this little melody. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that, the, I think I played it on the guitar. And then uh, <laughs> I just like came up with these stupid words. I thought they were stupid. <laughs> Not good enough for your love. Not good enough for your love. That was all it was. And then I wrote a couple of verses, and I showed Liz. I said, Liz, I wrote this stupid R&B song, kind of as a joke. So let's talk influences, if we can, for a few moments. Wait, go, you start, Liz. Yeah. Um, I guess 
yeah, my biggest influence from a child is Hanson. I used to be embarrassed, but now I'm just saying it. Hey, those guys are great. Yeah, so it's like it really turns up in my voice probably still, even though I probably don't listen to them much anymore. Actually, yeah, I, yeah, can I can hear, hear that. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> I just hear like yeah. that little kid and mbop. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, something like this. But yeah, but also, a no, diehard fan. Who's your biggest influence now, probably? Jeez, uh, now probably Brandy Carlisle and Grace Potter. Probably Grace Potter for this band, yeah. for sure. Brandy is amazing. I love her so much. And you went to go see her, right, uh, at the Orpheum, did you say? Oh, yeah, you did too, right? Yes, she was oh. unbelievable. Yeah, I like sobbed through the entire show. It was like one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Which one did you go to? Did you go to the uh, the Friday night or the Saturday night? Friday. I think Friday. you went Saturday. I went Saturday, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was so great. Yeah, the whole thing. I loved it. Cool. How about Austin? Uh, I grew up listening to a lot of the Beatles. I was, my family, a huge Beatles fan, so I was always singing along. Uh, I was a huge Silverchair fan, too, when I was back in <laughs> oh, high me school. Too. And Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, I used to nice. love Nirvana. Yeah, I love that band. <laughs> That's how I learned, like, playing the guitar was, like, a lot of Nirvana songs and stuff. And um, and then I got into the playing the bass, and uh, the Chili Peppers was a huge influence for me. Primus, I used to love trying to learn Primus songs, but they were just out of my league a bit. <laughs> uh, and nowadays, like, I really listen to a lot of different stuff. I love the band Foster the People. Yeah, uh, and then band. a lot of other new stuff coming out, so I don't know. I just realized um, just the other day that um, Flea from the uh, from the Chili Peppers yeah. is in Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Little tiny part. Yeah. Well, he's in the three. He's in two and he's three. In two, yeah. two and three. He's in yeah. two and three. He's in three. Yeah. He's because he because he races them in the truck at the end. He's driving the truck, and Anthony Kiedis is in the car, truck with him. Oh wow. Yeah. So Anthony Kiedis is in three, <laughs> but in two he's he's the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, eighties trivia. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a ton of movies. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And Eric, how about you? Um, I saw all kinds of influences, so I go back again to my, to my brothers, and I used to listen to their music. One of them was really into like the hair rock stuff, the '80s hair rock, and the other one was into like really heavy, you know, Slayer, Sepultura, things like that. And uh, again, that was, so he was the drummer, and I I leaned more towards that stuff. So I was really into the the heavier side, corn of things, corn. <laughs> nice. Um, I really liked Sepultura. Uh, then I really got into Mr. Bungle and Primus, too. Lots yeah. of Primus. And um, I don't know. I don't really have... I don't listen to too much lately, but I was really into, like, Gogol Bordello and Man Man and stuff for the past few years. Things like that. And Self, too. Self. Big Self. Matt Mahaffey. Yeah. Excellent. Those are the voices of Analog Heart. Uh, give us the information again on the new, uh, new record, new EP being released uh, this Saturday. This Saturday at Summer Ro- Summer Road, <laughs> Thunder Road in Somerville with um, the Dirty Dotties and Sarah Blacker. And where can people go to uh, get tickets for that? Um, AnalogHeartBand.com. You can find them there. So um, let's hear another song. Let's keep on going. What are you going to share with us next? Um, we're going to do the single and I guess the title track. Is that how you say it? Yep. On the EP? Sure. It's called For Me This Time. And actually sat down in my bedroom because I often write songs for other people, like my bands and, uh, you know, the crowds that I'm playing to. I think about that a lot. And I was like, what do I want to write? I've kind of forgotten myself in it all. So I sat down and the song came out in like four minutes, which is like the best song. songs. <laughs> and yeah, that's what this song is about. All and right. um, we have a YouTube video that came out really awesome with all of our fans and friends all doing like little videos of what they do for themselves. So you should definitely check that out. Um, so that's a cool little video. All right, let's hear it. We have Analog Heart live on the tiny stage. 
I never realized before But everything that I do Is carefully calculated just for you I've shying away from bangs And I've taken off all of my favorite rings Specifically cause I know that you're not into those things Analog Heart live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. That was awesome. Give us the uh, name of that song again, Liz, if you would. Uh, it's called For Me This Time, and, and it's the... available for download now. It's one of the oh, very cool. uh, singles. What else is available from you guys that's uh, available online? Um, well, we have the first EP available. Uh, we'll be endi- ending with two of those songs today. And then we have the Sun, Here I Come album. Um, and then we have this new EP coming out. And how do you think your songwriting and maybe uh, band presence has evolved from when you guys first started playing together until present day? Um, yeah, I mean, the band presence has evolved a lot, I'd say, at least. Especially with Liz. I mean, yeah. like Liz has just become a real performer, if you've ever seen 
us, us live. I mean, really, she's the star of the show, obviously, not just in sound, but she also just, you know, looks the part, which I think has come a long way. Because, I mean, you've always had a, a good voice, but you were, you were more shy, reserved yeah. when you first started, you know, eight years like ago. Like, I have a lot of anxiety and a lot of stage fright. Like, being in the studio right now is, like, terrible. But you would never know it when you see her in concert. Like, like she just oh, owns, yeah. owns it. Know. So yeah. that's a huge part. And then songwriting-wise, I think we just... We're a little more diverse now. I think we're, we're, we'll let ourselves just write what we feel like and not worry about it. We used to, I think, stress more about, like, is this appropriate for the band? And now we're just like, whatever, do you like it? Good enough. So I yeah. think we're more open, and it lets us be more free yeah. and write better music. We've so. kind of, like, grown into ourselves and figured out this band feels easy. Like, we know what who we are and what... You know, what we're writing, we know, and it's easy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's, uh, let's keep on going. What do you want to uh, share with us next? You got a brand new song. Yeah. This one's so new, it's not recorded. <laughs> okay. So it's not on the new album. It will be on some other new album. It's about to be. Yeah, we haven't even played it out live yet. <laughs> you should tell them what it's about. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this song, uh, I wrote it about, uh, I just, my, my wife and I just had a baby last year and... Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, last August, and he was born very early, he was a premature baby, and lived, had to live in the hospital for two months just to, like, get up to size. And he's doing awesome now. His name is Dorian. And uh, so this song is actually about our experience, just kind of, like, getting through that. That's, that's really what it's about. And just kind of wrote it from that perspective. Actually, it kind of jumps between the perspective of us and then the perspective of kind of him going through it too so yeah, it's, yeah I like the lyrics that's what it's about let's hear it analog heart it's all yours Stay. 
Never known a place so warm and cold at the same time of watching us in till we grow old. Knocking on the wood so we won't get too high. Don't get too high. Analog Heart 95.9, WATD live on the tiny stage. Let's just uh, keep on going with the music. What do you want to play next? I think we're going to do Space Cadet, which is off the first EP. It's about going to outer space. All right. Intriguing. Let's hear it. It won't be nice to 
Analog Heart, 95.9 WATD, amazing. We have to take one last break, but we have, I think, time for one more song after this. Does that work for you? Fantastic. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues is on deck, coming your way at 10 o'clock tonight, but we have one more song from Analog Heart coming up after this break. We are brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Celebrate summer with Boston's newest weekend tradition, the Levitate Music and Arts Festival, Saturday and Sunday, July 7th and 8th at the Marshfield Fairgrounds, featuring close to two dozen incredible acts, including Lake Street Dive. I'm taking Plus the Trey Anastasio Trio, Robert Randolph and the Family Band, Stick Figure and the Head and the Heart. Plus independent bands from Boston like the Quins and the Elevators. Daily and weekend passes plus this year's complete lineup available at levitatemusicfestival.com. Saturday and Sunday, July 7th and 8th at the Marshfield Fairgrounds. Hey, this is Molly Brule, and you are learning about local musicians and bands with John Shea on Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are back here on Almost Famous on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, coming to you every Tuesday night. Sponsored by Tiny and Sons Glass, introducing you to independent bands and musicians. From here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England, for a few more minutes, live on the tiny stage with Analog Heart. How's everything going in there? Great. Good. Rock and roll. You guys sound yeah. incredible tonight. Um, one last time, do a round of introductions. My name's Liz. I'm the vocalist. This is Austin Magnet on bass and backup vocals. Just going guitar, some vocals. Eric Simpson on drums. And give us your online information, Facebook, website, Instagram, anything like that. Facebook slash Analog Heart Band. AnalogHeartBand.com, <laughs> Instagram, Analog Heart Music, YouTube, I'm pretty sure it's Analog Heart Band, band. I think so. yep. um, and we're on Twitter too, cool. I just forget, and <laughs> we're everywhere. Band. Give us the information on the uh, new EP, which is being released on Saturday, and the CD release show as well, also on Saturday. Yeah, so the new EP for me this time is released this Saturday at Thunder Road in Somerville with, um, a, it's a dual release with the Dirty Dotties and... Um, Special guest. Special guest, Sarah Blacker. And yeah, we have the single available already, so if you go to analogheartband.com, you can grab the For Me This Time and pre-order the uh, EP. Fantastic. Let's hear your final song. What are we uh, closing out the night with? Old classic elephant song, the first song we ever made a music video for off the first EP. Awesome. Analog Heart, thank you guys so much for coming down to the South Shore. Thank you. Get home safely and uh, stay tuned. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues is coming your way next.
can't see the elephant, so it doesn't affect you. So I go about my business with reasons to neglect you good, neglect you good, neglect you good. <laughs>